0: everybody welcome back once again to tennis picks and bets here on the mail media network i'm your host john reed and let's get to day 10 where we'll rock up the quarterfinals we're getting closer and closer to naming the first two major champions of the 2022 season i'm on a little bit of a roll here uh now 4-0 we wanted to bounce back after an 0-3 day a few days back and there we go we put up a 2-0 night Uh, a few nights ago and then of course a 2-0 night last night as well so let's try and keep it going another two pick night before we get started though make sure to like this video comment with what you like going on the final night of the quarterfinals from down under and of course subscribe to the mayo media network as well and if you listen to this in audio format daily fantasy sports picks and bets the mix rate review subscribe anything you can to help your favorite podcast app all right we'll get started on the men's side and we're going with Daniil medvedev minus six and a half games against felix ogiel Yassim. a nice plus money here plus 115 reason being look Daniil medvedev just does everything a little bit better than felix ogiel Yassim. we'll get into felix in just a second but at this point you could pay like a hefty price to buy down to six if you want if you think felix can find a uh a one set like at a six four six three and you feel like minus six you need to go with go far but i'm taking the minus six and a half here because for me Daniil medvedev is still just far too much for felix orgele the young canadian as i said we'll get into it very impressive the last few years what he's done to take the next step you cannot take away from him right granted i mean he At Wimbledon, he went deep into the quarters, lost to Mateo Berrettini in a four-setter. Of course, Berrettini ended up losing the final to Novak and even took a set off of him. At the U.S. Open, he lost to Dylan Medvedev in the semis. And Medvedev obviously went on to win that title. So he's losing to the elite players. And even last year at the Australian Open, made the second week, And lost to Aslan Karatsev, the darling of the tournament, who as a qualifier went all the way to the semifinals before losing to Novak. And in that match, he was up two sets to love. You can call it a choke, you can call it whatever you want. But the fact is he was super competitive in that match with one of the players who's now, you know, confirmed inside the top 20, top 25 in the world as well in Karatsev. So three of the last four majors, he's really done solid work. The problem for me is he's still not close to being in that top tier, that elite tier of players whether it be on grass or hard courts just yet. The quicker the surface, the better for him, because that serve plays up a little more and can can mask the fact that he still commits far too many unforced errors in longer rallies. That's why the grass court season, you know, he really stepped up in 2021. I expect the same later on this year. But in terms of this match here, there's a few things that I don't like. One, he's playing the, the best hard quarter or the second best hard court in the world. You can debate Djokovic or Medvedev. It's one of the two, period, end of story at this juncture. Two, it's an awful matchup for him. Three, Medvedev loves quicker surfaces. And four, I, I come back to this again. I'm not a huge fan of just saying head to head Medvedev's dominated him in the past. Let's contextualize that. Let's understand why he's dominated. Him because if it was, you know, a match four years ago on a different surface, I don't really care if he dominated him or not. I want to know how he's fared on this surface against Felix and then break down why. Well, he has absolutely dominated Felix in their last two meetings, of course the US Open and the ATP Cup. In both of those matches he won in straight sets and in both of those matches he found lopsided set wins. Why? Primarily because one his serve is huge and plays up really well on quicker surfaces. Two, we mentioned he's comfortable on these quicker surfaces. He has said many times before he despises slow courts. Three, his return game is infinitely better than Felix auger seems. and four, Ultimately, the pedigree is there and the consistency from the baseline. He gets a ton back, doesn't commit a ton of errors. And when he finds a short ball, he can put it away for a winner. He's got a nice combo of the ability to find easy points with his serve, as well as grind out points on return. And Felix, just as I mentioned earlier, make, uh, commits far too many unforced errors on this surface and in long rallies at this stage. So while he's made a ton of progress, and Canadian fans should be very happy with that, he's still got a ways... A ways to go before he's in that elite tier with the Alexander Zverev's or Titsi Passes or Medvedev's or Rafa's or Djokovic's. So again, Medvedev minus 6.5 plus 115 for me. We're going to go chalk again on the women's side here. It's been a chalky few days, honestly. Not normally my style, but when the advantage is there, when the edge is there, you got to play it. Danielle Collins, minus four games against Alize Colney. This one is down from four and a half to four at minus 115. Gladly take that. Although I do think four and a half covers as well. Obviously, if I'm going to play the four, I do think she wins by five or six games. So you can take the four and a half if your book has it available and sell off if you want to get a little bit more risky. Why are we taking Collins here? Well, frankly, again, every time we talk about Danielle Collins, we talk about one, the quick surface. Two, she's been playing some really clean tennis in Uh, her run up to this match in Australia so far she loves the conditions the fast court helps her game the weather she's not bothered by she says she loves it she goes she plays in Florida and she loves the heat and humidity it's where she's comfortable well I mean some players not fond of the heat just ask Colney in her post-match interview from last round when she played during the day in that heat against Halep she said after 30 minutes she was shaking her vision was already blurry and she just had to like put it all out of her mind And just play fast and loose and she did and she won and good on her but Halep played a horrible match Collins hasn't played a horrible match just yet and has far more power than Halep and even though Collins was actually on court longer than Cornet last round she didn't play 30 35 shot rallies like Cornet did there were points where both her and Halep were almost hunched over gassed after points took a lot of energy to get through that another reason why I love this matchup for Collins Elise Merton's last round played one of the best matches I've seen her play against a power player ever. Her serve was on. She was saving break points in clutch spots. And she was running down all those powerful shots from Collins and redirecting that pace, hitting down the line forehands, not the easiest shots in the world, into the corner where Collins couldn't reach them. She still couldn't win. Collins led three love in the first, three love in the second, and then they played Uh, on serve, I believe, for nine games in the third set before Collins found the lone break in the last game of the match. She was ahead the whole time. She was the more aggressive player. She found over 40 winners. And Mertens, with more power, a better serve, and just as much ability to grind it out as Cornet, still could not beat her. Cornet does not have the ability to find those winners if Collins is uh, striking the ball that cleanly, right? Mertens can track it down and still has enough pace to push your power back at you for a winner, Cornet is more of someone who just flat out slices back, returns back, just gets the ball back and waits for errors, and that is not going to work in this spot. Collins coming up against a similar type in terms of uh, she like her opponent will be on the back foot, but she doesn't have nearly as much um, you know uh, counter punching to deal with coming back at her this time. It should be a far easier win than she found last time out against Martin. So again, Collins minus 4, minus 115. All right, we'll be back for the semifinals. Should be a good one. We know a few matchups are set already, so I'll be breaking those numbers down and bringing you day 11 picks tomorrow. Thanks for watching again.